What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the 2070 Vision Podcast. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, today, we're talking about entering uh, adulthood in our 20s. Um, so before I get there, what's up with y'all? How's everybody doing today? And what's your name, by the way, too? I'm Darlene. Hi. Hey there, y'all. My name is Jose. What up? It's Steven. I'm doing pretty good. Evan here. I'm Arlene. Andrew here. And Sal. And it's Raymond. I just want to let y'all know that y'all are awesome, beautiful people. Um, but today, we are smacking off some canes, you know. Canes, that's just just fire, you feel me? Um, but we're having a, mo- a mukbang podcast today. Um, but without further ado, we're just going to get straight into it. So what's trending? Like, what's, what's, what's been popping lately? Definitely Coachella. It's this weekend coming up and next weekend. I don't know exactly when this is releasing, but if it already passed, just know it's trending right now. So let's talk about Coachella. How do you feel about, I think they want to get The weekend to replace Kanye? They already mm-hmm. did. Oh, word. And he was asking for the same price. How do you feel about that? As he should. Yeah. He's coming in to replace last minute. Like, Yeah, that's true. He's coming in to replace last minute. And who's to say that The Weeknd isn't as good as Kanye as a performer? They're doing the same job. You know, like, it doesn't matter what ranking their music is. He's a headliner. Kanye was a headliner, you know? <laughs> Period. I got sort of a hot take right now. Some people in this room might hate me. <laughs> but I think... The Weeknd's a better artist than Kanye West. I wish everyone could see Higgy's face right now. Yeah, I think the only man that would hate him right now is Higgy, but he is uh, recording right now. But when it comes when it comes to like producing and stuff, of course Kanye. But as an artist, The Weeknd's a little better than him. So back to um, <laughs> back to reality. Oh, there goes back reality. to Coachella. I have a question for you guys. Are you guys? I know, Darlene, you're going to Coachella this year. As you should, Harry Styles, you know. But who else in this room would honestly say they'd want to go to Coachella? I think um, I'm, I haven't gone to a lot of uh, musical performances myself, but Coachella is just one that just doesn't catch my eye. It seems like being in a hot desert, having so much things not being directly available to you and having to stay on those grounds in some cases... It just seems like it's not a fun experience, especially from past tweets, seeing how people are are fiending for water bottles and such. Of course, I mean, it's not a bad festival, I would say, but I just think it's not the perfect experience to want to go see one of your favorite artists and end up like 300 rows behind more people. I just don't believe it's the, it's probably not the best option compared to others, maybe. I will say the reason I bought the tickets at the time I did was because Frank was on the lineup. And I was like, when am I ever going to see Frank again? So I feel like that was one major reason why I bought because of the artist. Yeah, I mean, the lineup looks really cool. Like, every year, I think they have some really great artists on there. But I literally saw a TikTok about, like, what you need to survive Coachella. And it was, like, emergency blankets. Like, you have to bring two, like, portable chargers and stuff that you would see, like, if you were on Survivor or something. You know? Like, and everyone's talking about, like, tips that you need to bring, like, extra masks because the dust out there and, like, all of this stuff. And I was just, like... I personally like to shower every day, <laughs> and I don't think that most of these people that camp out there, given that, like, even general camping, I probably would never do, um, unless I'm, like, in an RV or something, but they probably, like, don't shower for three days, like, they're out there in the dirt, in the dust, just one day, like, at the beach, like, all that sand, like, I come home and I'm like, ew, like, let me shower, so that's just why it seems so unappealing to me. For me, I feel like I've 
would want to go, obviously because of the artists and stuff, but I feel like it's only meant for rich people. Not necessarily rich people, but, like, you have to have a good amount of money to, like, be able to just, like, go. I I don't know. I feel like, and plus, like, they overcharge up the ass for it only being in the desert. (laughs) Like... It's literally in India, bro. Like, <laughs> I think they definitely overcharge. I lived out there, and it was, it's not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth it. I don't think it's worth it. Wait, so Darlene, are you doing like the drive, like, and just day by day? Yes, <laughs> I would rather. Shout out to those that do it, though. I mean, you're able to take that on. That's pretty cool. But kudos, period, sis. Moving forward, um, tax season is uh, about to end. What are you? Are you guys? Have you guys filed anything? Are you guys getting anything nice in return? Just in case, um, just in case our viewers didn't know. Uh, although everyone I know filed them pretty early. Part of adulting is doing your taxes, and it's almost a deadline. It's coming up fast. So, how do you guys feel like having the responsibilities like to do your taxes and like pay taxes? I still feel like a child, first of all. But this is the first year that I did my taxes without my parents like guiding me with someone like i just did it on like um what's that one website like yes yeah not sponsored um that one website um and i literally felt like i just scammed someone because i got like a little bit of money back i wasn't expecting anything back but i got more than i expected but i feel like i did something wrong because I didn't have, like, some, like, a tax person doing it for me, and my parents weren't there telling me. But I still remember, like, when I would do it with that tax person, my dad would be like, didn't you pay for this and this and this and this and this for school? And I was like, uh, and he was like, yeah, you know, you did. And usually they're like, yeah, you know, that's fine. Nothing ever happens. But, and no, 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 like, it's legit. Because, like, last year was the first year that, she was like, oh, like, this is a big amount. Like, you should have receipts. And so I looked for receipts, and then, like, it amounted to that whole amount that I said, which was, like, over, like, $2,000. And, like, I had all the receipts. So it's just freaking crazy. Um, but, like, I feel like doing it on TurboTax, not sponsored, um, <laughs> was completely as a completely different experience, and it's still kind of scary to do that. And we have to do that, like, every year. Like, Did it feel easier? Or was it harder because now you're by yourself? It was kind of harder because they would ask, like, you would ask you, like, what is this number plus this number? And I'm like, where the hell is this number on the tax form, you know? Yeah, so it was very confusing. um, But it felt, like, um, easier because I didn't have to make, like, a whole appointment and stuff like that. Um, But, yeah, taxes are definitely, like, stressful. But it's really fun when you get a, you know, a little refund check coming in. Yeah, like me, I've been doing them for like the last three years by myself and I haven't noticed like, well, from I, I do it on the same website, but like so far, like I feel like I've been doing it right because I haven't gotten anything in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> but I, even though I've done it a couple of times, like I kind of at this point kind of know what I'm looking for. I, I still get like nervous doing it. Like, I don't know. And it kind of stresses me out just doing it. Cause I'm like, do you really understand, like what no. you're doing? You know, like no. that's that that that's the funny part about it. I don't know why like I'm paying so much in taxes and then I'm getting so little back in taxes. Like the other day, no, genuinely the other day, I was um looking at my checks and I'm like, 
why am I only getting like 75% of my check and then the other 15% is just gone? Like, I know part of it is part of my benefits, but it's still like a good chunk was taxes. And I'm like, I don't ever see that money again. Like, yeah, bro, I just got my pay stub today. 400 in taxes. And my like job offered me a 401k. And I still haven't signed up because that's more money out of my check. So that's not even including like a 401k or anything. That's four. It was four hundred like $80, practically $500 out of my check. Yeah. Wait, that just gave me a stroke. My refund, my refund this year, less than that. Yeah. Yep. I just wanted to make it clear. We, we live in California, so you already know. Our taxes are very high, and I mean, um, I, I don't know, well, everyone probably agrees, but, um, and it's pretty well known, tax, taxation is kind of like a, an outdated system. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, do we really need it nowadays to survive? I mean, I feel like we can figure something out. Um, I mean, of course, we find different places for it to go, and I mean, of course, everyone, I mean, it's great to have people who are down on their luck um, have that go to somewhere um, it needs to be, but in reality, I think we all know our taxes don't really go to that majority. Yeah. So it's a very outdated system, and um, I believe we all think the same thing. If we could, uh, I would much rather agree with taxes if um, we were actually seeing the results of them. But it hurts having three, four hundred dollars taken out of your check every week. Mm-hmm. Do you guys? Okay, so like how I said, today I got my pay stub. When you guys get paid, do you guys like? do like this whole kind of like breakdown of like all right i got this bill this bill this bill and then i have this much money left like do you guys have like a system or do you guys just kind of get paid and you're like i have money you know let's go out me personally i go by my first week pays my car my second week pays my rent um i know that sounds backward but i kind of have flexibility with that and my third, um, my third check pays all the miscellaneous. The fourth one, since um, I ch- try to not take anything out in like excess credit, the fourth one is typically for me and my savings. So I kind of manage myself my for the, as that. My first check is for my um, my car and rent. My second one is for no, sorry. My first one is for my car and insurance. My second one is for my rent. My third one is for my utilities. My fourth one is for me and my savings. Yeah, so I get paid bi-weekly, so I always, whenever I get paid, I'm like, okay, how much do I need to have in my account for my bills? And it's usually not that big of a number, but, you know, you just got to make sure. And then I'm like, okay, then I want to save maybe this much and then maybe spend this much. That's how I kind of go about it. So I have, like, really bad, like, anxiety in general. So when I get paid... I'm not like, oh, it's payday, you know, like, let's go out, even though I'm going out tomorrow. Um, (laughs) I, like, literally have to write everything down. Like, I literally write the date. I write how much I have when my next check is coming in and, like, literally all the bills that I have for the entire month so that I know, like, how much I need to have, how much I need to stretch and, like, you know, like, how much I have, like, ex, like you know, to, like, spend and stuff. So I literally have to do that. If I don't do that, I will literally, and, like, Hagneo knows, like, I will literally just be, like, we can't spend a dime until we figure out, like, our little, like, plan or whatever. So I literally have to have it, like, written out, like, every single thing. And I literally include, like, gas and, like, groceries and, like, all of that stuff. So that's just me. No, yeah, I, I try to do that. But then I notice when I start to do it, 
my anxiety like kick amps up even more because then I like realize like holy crap like <laughs> like I have so so little money left over like <laughs> how am I surviving <laughs> no <laughs> no, no genuinely so I find for me because I know exactly like obviously when my bills are due so like I kind of try to just do it week by week like I still have a general idea of like how I'm spending throughout my month but like things always come up like I don't know how but they just do and I feel like that's what sucks <laughs> now about it because I feel like when I first started working I had just had all this money like every week like or every two weeks like when I worked at Subway I'd get <laughs> Subway's not sponsored either I thought getting 500 every two weeks was a lot of money and I could just spend it on whatever because at the time my only bill was a phone bill now I have to pay like car and rent and food and gas like it's built yeah <laughs> no i was just going in depth like about like dang like i'm really out here living kind of <laughs> i'm a little irresponsible with my money <laughs> i kind of i get paid weekly so i just kind of take it pretty much day by day like i know when my bills are coming around but i don't know i just <laughs> no he doesn't i had to buy him a little dry erase board so that he could so that we could write down all his bills the days that they're that the bills are gonna be charged like i wrote it all down and i put it on his desk so he can remember what days you didn't so, have to put me on blast like that i did though <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like we all kind of go through that phase where like we're like all right like this is like literally like we all had our first job we when we got our first check like we didn't know what to do with the money and you know we just like my sister, she's, like, barely 18, and she has this job, and she's finally, like, you know, having her freedom and stuff. Literally spends all of her money on clothes. But I feel like we all were, like, in that moment. We were clothes, concerts, like, whatever it was. Like, to not toys, but, <laughs> like, you know, whatever. Legos, stuff like that. Um, so I feel like we all kind of just go through that phase. So, like, I mean, if you, unless you didn't have that phase, like, I feel like Raymond's probably the only one in here that might have not had that phase. Because <laughs> he's over here being all stingy with the, the company card, not not for canes. Uh, first of all, okay, I, listen, my, my first check, I bought a pair of AirPods, so. I, I ran to buy Vans. <laughs> Bro, I bought a whole PC. A whole PC. pre Not even pre-built. I'm talking, like, buying the parts. By themselves on my first check. Wow, man. I feel like every time I hear these kind of stories, like I, I am the exact opposite. I did not touch my checks for, I think, a better part of a year and just told my parents they had like this BMW they bought and they were just like, oh, like there's not enough seats. Like, why did we even buy this? And I said, I want it. And I pulled out all of my paychecks and cashed them at once because all of my checks were still in check form. They still hadn't expired. <laughs> So I went to the bank and they were looking at me like I was crazy and just came back home with the cash and bought the car. And then from then on, I've been living check to check. <laughs> oh, hell. I was about to say, this boy is cut different. I forgot the part where I totaled it. <laughs> oh, I. I also had a phase where, like, when, when I had my first job and stuff, I was, like, 19, and I just remember, literally, it was the first two months, like, that I was working there, I impulsively bought, or well, I impulsively went to Camp Flognaw, 
and I paid like I used like literally my whole check on the hotel because it was so last minute. <laughs> and I lived like that. Like I get I got paid bi weekly, but like I spent I blew like four hundred bucks on the hotel. <laughs> And I just was broke for the next two weeks, but I I got to I went to Camp Flognon. You know what's funny? When we all so for the viewers that nobody knows, but we all went to day in Vegas together. <laughs> I'm literally wearing the sweater. Darlene's literally wearing the sweater, and literally me and Mars did not save at all for that <laughs> festival. We got both got paid that Friday when we left and used both those checks for that whole weekend. And you did it. We, we did it, Joe. And we were fine. And we mm -hmm. were fine. And we had fun. <laughs> you got your drink on. Okay. We did. This is your sign to just blow your check this week. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just got to treat yourself, bro. If you could do it, just do it. You'll get the money back, but you'll never get the memories. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, write that down. Write that down. You'll get the money back, but you'll never get the memories. That was some live, laugh, love type thing right there, bro. I love it. I live, laugh, love it. <laughs> Enough about money and jobs, though. That's a little. That's stressing me out a little bit. So I feel like, but I feel like even though like you save, money comes and goes, and it's like crazy because, like, um, not too long ago, I got married. Um, <laughs> um, so we <laughs> we literally eloped because we were just like, you know what, let's just do it because we were gonna get married before the pandemic, and we didn't necessarily save for it but we had a good chunk of like money because we weren't like i don't know wh how we came through all that money but we had a good chunk of money and i did not think that our little elopement like it was literally like we got married on a friday on a saturday we had a little dinner and that was pretty much it we probably spent like at least two thousand dollars like i'm not gonna lie to you like it was like 300 for this 300 for this 300 for that and we just blew through that money and like I like we I thought we had like, you know, sufficient funds and stuff like that, but sometimes it just doesn't happen. Like money comes and it goes. But now you're married. Exactly. That's all that matters, man. Now that you guys are married, um, how's your guys' like daily life? Is it different than, you know, from not being married to now or what? I mean, it's kind of hard to explain. I know like Higgy's like, it's different, it's different. But it's like a kind of different that's hard to explain like it's, we're still vibing but okay so we have this um ray stop me if you don't want this in there <laughs> we have this like day like a uh, weekend like not ritual but like on fridays we go pick up jeters we pick up food we um and we just like watch a movie or a show just get stupid high and just vibe together like just the, like us two that's our friday like literally every single friday we do that and this was the first, last Friday was the first Friday that we did it. And we were just vibing, you know, in the moment, you know, hanging out. And we just looked at each other. We said, bro, this is the first time that we're doing it married. <laughs> and then we both kind of like, you know, teared up a little bit. But so it is different, but our daily lives are still the same. But I do feel like um, now that we're kind of like in adulthood, like our daily lives are way different than what they were when before we hit our 20s. You know, because I feel like before we would go to school would wake up, go to school, come home, and, like, that was it. But I feel like now, like, each and every one of us, like, have so much going on. Like, we literally, like, go to work. I mean, it's kind of the same now with work. Go to work, come home, go to sleep, wake up. But it's, like, it's it's more stressful. Like, yeah. you know, I don't 
don't know how you guys feel about that. Get you, because, like, I feel like, yeah, we're kind of doing the same thing, but feels like even on my days off, I have, I'm, like, constantly, like, moving around. Like, I'm not sitting down. And then if I do catch a day off where, like, I'm not doing anything, it's... Something comes up. Yeah, something comes up, or I feel weird not doing anything. Like, I feel like I'm being lazy almost. I don't know. It's just... And then I get so tired easily now. Like, I go to bed at, like, 10. And I used to stay up till like three in the morning, literally doing nothing on Instagram, like looking at the same 10 posts for like five minutes. <laughs> Would you guys believe that it's a, it's, it is the almost the same thing. Of course, we switch to school with work. But do you think it's um it's a case of it's the same thing, but the stakes are higher now? Yeah. You you um, you're doing the same thing. You're spending the same amount of time exchanging it from school to work. But now the stakes are, if I don't pay my rent, I don't got anywhere to live. <laughs> if I don't get enough for groceries, I'm not eating tonight. I'm going to sleep for dinner. Um, you know, and the stakes are higher now that we're a little older because, I mean, the consequences of us not fulfilling our actions are a lot greater than they were in high school. They have much more of a meaning to us because they inflict on our survival, basically. And um, any time that we don't use, that we have a day off, um, I, we have to use it for self-fulfillment, it almost believes. It almost seems like. So do you guys believe that? Yeah, I feel like um, I keep referring to TikTok, but, you know, everybody uses TikTok. Because I feel like I've seen, like, TikToks about people talking about how on your days off, like, you should be able to just stay in bed the whole day. And not feel guilty about it. But I feel like most of us tend to feel guilty. Like, it's a day off, but there's, you know, stuff to just laundry to do, stuff to clean. Like, my weekends, like, you know, that's, that's you know, our time. But I usually spend it, like, obsessively cleaning the house. And I can't relax until I obsessively clean the house. You know, so it's just, like, those situations that if you just... Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> that if you just don't do something on that day off like you're gonna feel like unfulfilled or something like so i guess that's like the stakes are higher and then i just even like emotionally and mentally we just think to ourselves that if we're not doing something then we're wasting time or a day or whatever it is yeah i would have to agree and i think another thing that plays into it is like whenever whenever i do have the time to just chill or like Sometimes, like, on, like, I'm on Fridays and Saturdays, like, sometimes in the morning, like, I'll just, I'll, I'll wake up and I won't, I won't, like, go out of my room because if I do, like, the house knows I'm awake and then, like, my grandma starts telling me to do this, this, and this. And if I try to go back to my room, she just calls me lazy and she's complaining that I'm not doing anything. And I'm just thinking, is my day off? Like, it's it's still morning. Like, I should be able to just sit here and watch a movie in my room. Like, I just feel like that's, you know, it's my day off. And it, it does feel weird if I'm not doing anything. But I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to get into the habit of uh, not feeling guilty for not doing anything. Because that is that is the point of our days off, you know. Like, we're working. And obviously, we have our lives, too. But we, you know, it's, I'm trying to make it a priority to find balance where I just have like find the balance of work, social life, you know, other activities I have going on and just and also most importantly just time for myself cuz I it feels good when I just chill there by myself and I'm able to just process everything going on around me but it's a little hard with, you know, 
the feeling that most of you guys are, you know, agreeing with that it feels weird not doing anything. So we tend to make plans or, you know, just stuff like that. See, y'all better than me because if I'm, if I want to stay in bed, I'm staying in bed all day. Well, Mama Hall going to disagree, <laughs> but my eyes going to be in bed. I don't feel bad for just sitting on the couch playing video games on my day off. Until your mama comes in. Period. <laughs> but I feel like, I don't know if uh, like this is just personal to me, but I feel like part of like the guilt of not doing anything or feeling tired like after work is that like I've seen my mom like at her w- come home from her warehouse job or my dad come home from his construction job like in the summer. You know, like obviously it's it's hot. And like I literally complain like when I have to like when I'm sweating at work, but then I think of like my dad out there in the heat. And so I, that's why I feel like there's some kind of guilt or it's hard for me to not do something on my days off. Or to, like like I said, like the guilt of feeling tired after work. So I feel like with our parents, like this whole, like their whole lives, like say, I think since my dad's been like 17, like he's been working like construction and doing all that stuff. So I feel like for them, if you're not doing something, even if it's your day off, like that's like the worst thing that you can do. Like you're just being lazy or whatever. Like it doesn't matter that you're tired. Like I think I remember when I lived at home and I would come home tired from like, John's incredible pizza. My like my parents not sponsored. My parents would be like, like, what are you tired for? Like I literally work like eight, nine hours, ten at well, you know, whatever they do, like compare their situation to mine. And then that's where kind of like some of like the guilt or like it being hard to not do anything. Yeah, I I think it's important to understand that, yeah, like, you know, like you said, like it's just John's incredible pizza. But at the same time, like that you're you're in high school, you know, like a job's a job and like if you you're going to school and you're going to work and you still got to do homework like that's tiring for you like you know like and being so young like you know having a job like it it is tiring you know like it's a lot and sometimes they just don't understand that like oh what are you tired for like dude like i just freaking after six period had to go <laughs> had to go home <laughs> after school you had to go freaking change into your uniform had to put on that what is it the bear costume <laughs> i know i'm just being dumb but yeah it it is you know it's it's tiring when you're that age and it's it's valid it's just as valid as your parents being tired you know after work like it's just it's just different there's definitely i believe everyone has that same peer pressure effect on them me personally i have a day less than all of my friends at work because i work two hours extra daily but whenever I see an opportunity to go to work the same day that they're going to work on their Fridays, I'd be like, what am I doing home? I'll go to work. Like today I picked up an extra uh, an extra half shift and went to work and then got home and was still like, wow, I'm home before them. Maybe I should keep working. And I went to my backyard and grabbed a pickaxe and started doing some yard work. And it's just like there is a peer pressure of having people around you hustling while you're not. And I believe everyone does that, whether it's just your friends or your family. And I believe it's a habit that we should probably should change depending on what we need in our life. Maybe some days we do just need to sit down and play some video games. Maybe some days that work does need to get done. Maybe that work is fulfilling for you. But I think at the end of the day, we need to think about what we need in that moment and um, focus on that instead of rather the people around us and what effect they have on us. Rather the work we're doing, what effect it has on us or what we're doing has on us. Uh, I want to hear from 
Mr. Grind Culture himself. Ray, huh? remember, at what? the end of the day, it's night. It's night. <laughs> I um, uh, I'll be honest. Uh, I haven't really had a day off, and I don't remember the last time I had a day off. It's been a really long time. Um, I mean, because I got a lot of stuff going on, school, work, and business, but I don't know. But if there's ever some free time, I just, and I'm not really working, I feel, like, weird. I'm just so used to working and, like, just working on something, so. Okay, luckily, um, I'm fortunate to have, like, my family to be, like, supportive of me resting and stuff. I went through something personal, like, recently, and um, my godmother's just like, dude, don't work. Like, you need you need to just rest, like, just take care of yourself for now. And I just feel so guilty. Like, I just, like, I'll be, like, sitting in bed and, like, sometimes it's hard for me to get out of bed and I'll call her and I freaking freak out. And I'm like, I don't, like, I hate doing this. And she's like, relax. Like, she's like, just relax. Like, that's it. And I'm just like, okay. And she's like, if you need help with anything, just call me, like, whatever. And I'm like, okay. Like, but it's hard. Like, it's hard sometimes, like, just... Because I see everybody else working, and I'm like, I want to go back to work so bad. But then I go back, and I break the fuck down. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. But I am I think I'm pretty fortunate to, like, have everybody, like, supportive around me. Yeah, like, for us to feel, like, guilty or hard on ourselves for, like, taking, like, rest and, like, just taking time for yourself after, like, something happens to you. Like, I feel like for our parents, like, in their points of life, like, they're completely different than us like their experiences are definitely not the same as bless you are definitely not the same as we are experiencing right now because I mean like yeah I'm 23 and I just got married but I like that's because I was lucky enough to find like my soulmate and stuff you know but like I feel like when we when we like kind of told our parents like it was more like my husband's family um that were like it's about damn time, you know, and their their next thing was when y'all having kids. And I'm just like, hold on, like, you know, we just got married. And I feel like everyone's kind of like, especially like my parents and his parents are kind of putting pressure on when are y'all having kids? Because to them, like they had kids 17, 18, 19. And that was like completely normal, like to them. And the fact that we haven't had kids yet, we're overdue or something, you know? <laughs> And so there's all these differences between our generations and parents and stuff. So I don't know if you guys have any, like, experiences and all of that. Yeah, like, I I remember me and my mom would have conversations about how her life was when she was in her 20s. And, like, I look at how mine's is. And I feel like mine's is still pretty relaxed, obviously. Like, I'm obviously in a very committed relationship. We're engaged. Um, aw. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh. I remember I like, you know, I've I took time off college just because I don't feel like it was for me. I said that in previous podcasts. But um, and then my mom would just kind of look at me weird and be like, you know, when I was like 22, I was going to school full time. I was working a full time job and then I got married. And she, this was all I at the age of 21 or 22. I from what she told me. And then she's like. And then she kept going on about how she had me like two years later and I was at her graduation for college. And I don't know. I just couldn't see that being me because I was like, that was a lot of responsibility for you only being <laughs> 21 because I look at myself and I, I think I would crumble if I had <laughs> all those responsibilities on top of me. And I already feel like I already do in a weird way. But I, I feel like my 
20s is meant for me to enjoy. Like, you only get this time once. You only get to experience it once ever, and you don't get it back. So why not enjoy it? <laughs> I think it's definitely, I think it's definitely different because, like, my parents got married at, like, 21. They had met in the Air Force, and, yeah. But I, I don't know. Like, I'm 22 now, and it's just, I feel like marriage is so far away. There's no rush to get married. But, I mean, that's what I've noticed from the past generation to now. Um, like Selena mentioned, like, people are getting pregnant now, like, 17, 18, 19, which is, like, was normal, but it's, like, it's just different now. But does anybody have, like, an answer to, like, why you think it's changed? In my own opinion, I just feel like our generation really cares about, you know, figuring ourselves out and, like I said, enjoying your 20s because we're looking back at our parents and we're like, you guys are crazy. Like, why were you take going buying houses and getting married and popping out kids like you have like 10 plus years to do that like you're rush it felt like they were kind of rushing just so they could have that um have that safety net there you go yeah i feel like with all that rushing came all the trauma like So I feel like a big thing that like we are changing is that we don't want to have kids until we work through our own like childhood trauma. So I feel like that's kind of changing it that everyone's kind of seeing like, you know what, what they did fucked me up. (laughs) So let me not do that to another, you know, person because it's not just about, oh, my God, like I have a little mini me like, no, like that's a whole person that you have to like develop emotionally mentally so i feel like that was also like a big factor yeah like you know what's funny the other day me and um mars were just in the car and we were talking about how a lot of our friends recently have been getting pregnant and they're you know about to have kids and stuff and we're a little bit older than them and technically we're honestly not in the financial situation to like have kids or anything like that and we both just agreed that we would rather be emotionally and financially stable when we do decide to have kids just so we can be there for them and have the mindset to listen to them if they need help or you know and then be able to just spoil them if we want to you know and then not have to struggle while also trying to take care of ourselves and on that note i think we're gonna end it off here i'm gonna pass it to ray That'll do it. That has been another episode of the 2020 Vision Podcast. We thank you all for tuning in. We hope that you all gained something from this. Um, hit us up on Instagram at 2020 Vision and let us know what you think. Other than that, never let anyone step on your vision. Cheers.